You're listening to Razor Riffs with Keith Razor and Alan Lee right here on LA Talk Radio. All right, welcome to Razor Roofs. Beautiful Wednesday. I'm here with my trusty sidekick, Alan Lee. Hello, how's everyone doing tonight? Yeah. And a beautiful guest, yes. Ida Rodriguez. Our first female. female. Oh, Her, her man. first so you, female. I tend you. to be that on, on a lot of these shows. Oh, well, really? Fantastic. Yes. Look at that. Well, well it's weird because, like, um, my friend who watches the podcast, he's like, you got to get some ladies on it to keep us interested. And, oh. you know what I mean? <laughs> I was like, I don't, I'm not friends with a lot of very funny lady comedians so i wrote ida and ida said and she'll do it and ida's been very busy with the last comic standing stuff yeah yes. you know, so yes. i appreciate you taking the time out of your day to do that you know oh, do no. the show it's my pleasure i'm glad to be here thank Fantastic. you for having me yeah, of thank course you. now let's talk about last comic stand for one second because as you know, I was tweeting the show, you know. Yes, you were. I was tweeting the show like crazy. I was you tweeting. You supported us a lot. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, I made some, you know, comments about comics. I got, you know, some crap about because, like, I was like, oh, good joke from the internet or something, you know. And I was mm-hmm. tweeting the entire series. And then when Ida went on, first of all, I knew you were going to make the top ten. But oh. when you got eliminated, I I thought for sure you'd make the top five. Thank you. You know, but when you got eliminated, I didn't think it was very fair because JB Smooth, I didn't feel did a good job warming people up. Right. You know, and then you had to go up first, right? You went up first on that. No, I actually, well, they changed it. On the show. Yeah. It made it seem like you went up first. Mm -hmm. And I was like, the crowd was like, you know, because on a host, Mm -hmm. you got to get everyone into the mood for it. I just didn't think that was very fair. You know, did JB like do stand up before he brought everyone up? Um, you know, he did, he was funny, just yeah. being funny. I wouldn't call it a uh, traditional standup, yeah. you know, cause you're a comic, you know, it was just more of him being host funny. Yeah. And, um, it was so much work for him and, um, the crowd was not as responsive. Uh, we had some, so many other crowds that I think were last comic standing audiences. That was like a typical improv audience yeah and so they weren't they were just not as warm as the audiences that we had prior at the the theater and stuff yeah you know they they were just theater the audience seemed like they were liking every joke well they were last comic standing audiences they were people who wanted to be but i think that that was like a real improv crowd yeah and so then there's the the, the the battle that we have as comics, yeah. which I had going into last comic standing, was um, the the reel of comedy versus being on a reality show, which is somewhat sometimes not somewhat not respected, yeah, because it is a reality show. Yeah. So there was kind of that that thing in the audience, like this these are reality show comics, so they really have to prove themselves. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so, you know, we have makeup and hair and wardrobe and I kinda knew like some of it was a little acted out because I'm friends with uh, Rocky Labort mm-hmm. and Rocky's the nicest guy in the world. Mm-hmm. And like when they made him say like mean stuff, I was like, Rocky would That's never say that stuff. Do. Oh interesting. You know? Yeah. But I know like on the show that you and Jimmy um What's his last name? Schubert. Schubert. You guys kind of got it heated into it a little, you know, attention. And I'm sure Jimmy's the nicest guy, but, I mean, it's like 
I know you. I know you would never like you know cause that reaction. No, actually, and, and you know, and I think everybody will have. Everyone has the greatest defense for themselves. Yeah. You know what I mean? But I'm kind of a reactionary person. Like I really, because I I'm such a loner. Like you know, and I think that was one of the things that I, I kind of like that why I was drawn to you at Brea was because I kind of operate in a in a space where I'm like. I'm not really in tune with everything that's going on around yeah. me be- because I don't want to be. Not yeah. because I, I'm not able to be, but I just, I kind of like staying in my own zone because when I go out into the comedy world, I have to prove myself all the time, mm-hmm. being a woman, being a woman of color. I play mm-hmm. more mainstream rooms. Mm-hmm. So I have I have a different journey, so I don't, I'm not really that, you know, I'm not that vocal. I, I yeah. hate to interrupt yeah, but you, but we have a caller. Oh, oh okay. Oh, here we go. So okay. let's uh, answer this call. Okay. Then we'll get back to your story. Absolutely. Hello. Good evening. How are you? I'm doing well. How are Hi. you? Hi. Who's this? I, hey, I'm doing well. This is Joey Jett in Phoenix, Arizona. Oh. Hi, hey, Joey. Joey. How are you, Joey? Hey, guys. How's everything going tonight? Uh, you guys are in L.A., I, I assume. We yeah. certainly are. We are, man. First I time love watching Arizona. the show. We're a fan of Ida. Yeah. Yeah. It's uh, been a while since I've been to Hollywood, but I definitely have had some really good times in Hollywood. Oh. Cool, man. Great. So, uh, are you yeah, yeah. are you fans of the show or are you fans of Ida? Uh, well, I'm a fan of the show. Um, Ida is new to me, but uh, you know, I'm I I like to I like to dive into new things like that, and uh, I just uh, I was hoping uh, to to learn a little bit more about Ida. Oh, well, that's yeah, what we're about stuff. to get into. Oh, welcome. Thank <laughs> you for that. I appreciate that. Um, That's great. Yeah, yeah. Are, are you is she into the music industry or? <laughs> I'm a stand-up comedian. <laughs> a stand-up comedian. Okay, that's yeah. cool. That's, I, I would make you funny. so mad <laughs> if I sang to you. You'd be so upset with me. I love it. Always like I'm a fan of the show. Yeah, are you in the oh, music yeah. community? <laughs> so do you? Are you in the music industry? <laughs> well, we are. Um, Com- comedians are we I'm, a, I'm a local. I'm a local artist here in Arizona, but uh, you know, working on going national. Um, and uh, I, 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 have you ever been to the Tempe Improv? I have. I performed there a, a couple of years ago. I did a big show there. It was, it was sold out. Tempe's the wow. best improv oh, that's cool. in the country, I, I think. I love that place. Yeah. That's cool. That's great. That's great news. Um, so, uh, yeah, um, the Tempe Improv was really cool. I saw Jamie Kennedy there. Oh, nice. Oh, nice. nice. Well, you, you should uh, yeah. see Ida when she's there. Very yeah, funny. exactly. I know. Where are you I know in Arizona? Goes... Phoenix. Phoenix. Huh. What's that? I said, where are you in Arizona? And uh, Keith just told me you are calling from Phoenix. Yes, yes. I Yeah, I'm from down. I live in downtown Phoenix myself. Great. great. I have a... Are you on social media? Yes, I sure am. I'd love to tell, tell everyone and the listeners about it, you know, but it's all about Ida. But yeah, I'm on social media. I just started a new campaign. Can I, am I allowed to say my, my Twitter on the show, guys? Uh, sure. Why not? Absolutely. <laughs> why not? All right. Well, everyone can follow me for no reason at all. Uh, my my Twitter is at Joey Jet Sky High, oh. and uh, you know I'll say it again: Joey Jet Sky High. That's J O E Y J E T S K Y H I G H. And uh, that's kind of a long Twitter name. I know. I know, isn't it? I mean, um, but. 
Well, well, Joey, best of luck to you, man. We're getting another call, so we gotta we gotta hang up. Hey, thanks but, uh, for make calling sure you in. Tweet us your music so we can hear your stuff. Yeah, we'll retweet it, buddy. All right. All right. Bye. Thanks. Bye. All right, Bye. Thanks, for, thanks for talking. Bye, Ida. Bye, honey. All right, I was just kidding. We don't have another call. I just wanted to talk to Ida. <laughs> <laughs> but um, that was weird, man. He, he calls and asks us a question. Then he's like, "Oh yeah, I'm in, a, I'm in the music." Right. You see these uh, artists, we're all promoting ourselves. <laughs> uh, okay, so we were talking about last comic standing. Roseanne loved you. You know, she said that you were going to win the whole thing. And then when you got eliminated, it was like kind of a. It's like, how did that happen? You know what I mean? Because like, mm-hmm. I I like I said, I predicted you'd be a top five. I think I wanted Rocky to win the whole thing only because he was my friend. Right, that's honest. That's but cool. um, you know. And Rocky's been doing stand up. For 25 years. Yeah. I, I had only been doing stand-up for six years at the time. And that's, like, awesome. Yeah, I was yeah, I was the person great, in the competition who had been doing... a great accomplishment, six yeah, years. Yeah, it was great for me. I had been doing stand-up the least amount of time. And I, I just think that, um, you know, it was just interesting for me because of my brand of humor. I'm a little bit edgier. I'm yeah. not as... You know, and I think that that kind of played against me. When it came to the time, um, when it came to the head-to-head, Rodman's a little bit more cheery and, yeah. you know, laugh at me, laugh at me. I like to deal with, like, real issues. You know, you you deal with some real stuff in your Yeah, life. I'd have brought up the, the show we did at Brea. Um, I didn't even know you were on the show. I guess you just came in, and then uh, I guess you caught my stand-up, and then we just talked in the green room, and, you know, it was cool. But it's kind of weird because, like, I totally agree. I think you and I kind of connect because we're about, you know, because I have Asperger's and that's what my comedy is. Yeah. You, you know? talk about your life. Yeah. And that's what your comedy mm-hmm. is. You know and you're I mean? not afraid to tackle an issue that is, you know, it's a real issue. It's a real thing here. And first of all, you're an example to people who have Asperger's that, you know, life goes on and you, you can accomplish Absolutely. what you want to, which is a great thing. Yeah. And then secondly, you're openly talking about something that, a lot of people need permission to have a joke about because it's so stressful not to be able to just to bottle that up and live in this political correctness all the time. Jerry, you know? Jerry Seinfeld mentioned that today. Uh, yeah, Jerry Seinfeld he said that he has, has autism. Has now. autism. I found that was interesting. No. Yeah, but see, that was weird because like I sent my DVD to a manager, and he said that he won't rep because he won't represent me because. No one wants to hear a comic talk about having autism for 45 minutes. That's a lie. Yeah, and that, like, hurt me, and that lowered myself to seem because I don't think I'm, like, there's no rules in comedy, you know? I be- I don't believe comedy is subjective. I think it's what's funny is funny yeah, to everyone. Sure. That's, that's well, when people go to comedy shows, they don't go to comedy shows to, to listen to anyone talk about autism or single mm-hmm. motherhood yeah. or being black okay. or being gay. They go to laugh. Exactly. So, And then they go to experience different people right. in their different point of views. Yeah. And so... Uh, you know, I don't know why every wh- where this school of thinking comes from that everybody wants to sit down and see uh, everybody talk about the same exact thing. Oh, please. Yeah. You know I what I mean? That's like yeah. boring. That's it like is boring. Because on a normal comedy show, there's maybe four comics. You got an MC, an opener, a feature, and a headline. Right. You know, that's enough time. And on all those four, they all talk about different. Of course. 
Paris. And that's what I think makes the comedy show. You know what I mean? Exactly. And I would definitely go see a show from an autistic comedian that is talking about his experience for four an hour. Uh. Just like I go watch Lewis Black rant about what he's mad about Uh. in the world for an hour. (laughs) Exactly. You know what I mean? Definitely. Yeah, and I go listen to Chris Rock talk about the state of black people in America, and I go listen to. That's what I'm saying. Like, there's no rules in comedy, and that's why, like, I'm very fond of your humor because it's kind of like you're saying it's real. Yeah, it's you're real, and you're just saying, you know what? I don't care what people think. I'm sticking to who I am. Absolutely, I want to be. You know, I want. I want to just talk about the things that are real for me, and I think you stick to what you're talking about, and I think those are the things that make you stand out. Because what they want to see is somebody who has a clear point of view. Yes. Yeah. Yes. And and you having the point of view for people who have autism is a great champion for the people who have autism. Like, oh, you know, well, thank you. Yeah, like Sam, uh, what's, Sam what's Sam? Comro is... Tourette's. He, he has Tourette's. Tourette's. Yeah. So people go watch Sam talk about having Tourette's. Yeah. You know what I mean? And people go listen to lesbians talk about being mm-hmm. a lesbian for an hour. Exactly. So it's just, you go where you're celebrated, not where you're tolerated. And that was the best thing that that agent could have said to you because that just means that that was not the right agent for you. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, it kind of hurt because this agent books a lot of improv shows. So but I'm we like, all feel that. I mean, yeah, I, it's I've been rejected. Rejection is part of... Uh, yeah, you're probably like one of the best success, you know, rejection stories because, <laughs> I mean, I, I don't mean that as a mean way. I mean, I don't think it, you mean it as a mean. Be, because I, I remember when we were at the improv, you know, you were you were really struggling and, you know, you were like, oh, I just want to make people laugh mm-hmm. and like no one's giving me the chance. And yeah. then like you went on last comic standing and it seems like you're finally getting what you want. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And like. I just think that's incredible because, like, not a lot of people know this, but you're also a writer. Yeah. Yes. You know what I mean? And, yeah. like, I I heard you wrote your very first movie and you starred in it. Yeah. You I know, did. like, that's, that's like saying, hey, this is my dream. I'm doing what it takes, you know, even if I have to write it. And I think that's very impressive. Thank you. Yeah, writing is my first love. And uh, in light of what I see is specifically with, with what's going on with women in media right now, and uh, I, I, I aim to really emphasize to women to embrace the things about themselves that have more depth and that come from a place of substance, like being an, inte- an intellectual creature yeah. and being someone that has, you know, I, I, try, I always try to draw my strength from those things that, are, that people can't see because there's going to be a day where I'm going to be 70 and I'm not going to be, you know, by the standards of what attractive is, is attractive. And I want my confidence to come from a real place. Yeah. And I think that is important. And writing gives me that. Writing gives me the opportunity and it gives me. Gives you an escape. Yeah. yeah. I have, it just, I live in, when I write, I, I, I exist in a different realm and it gives me power. Yeah. You know, and I think that, that, that power is, that my, my computer gives me the power that no makeover could ever give me. Yeah. And so I, I, I really it's feel It's a me. true expression. I mean, uh, it's you coming out on the page no yes. matter what's going on. Yeah. I, uh, you're a writer, so. I certainly am. Alan Lee is a, a great writer. I appreciate that compliment. I just uh, hope some of it gets published. <laughs> <laughs> Have you ever thought about writing a book? I am working you, on it. You're working on a book? Me I've too. been working on it for a long time. <laughs> oh, I'm, at, I'm actually... Tell us about it. Is it a memoir yeah. or a genre or a Well, um, no, I'm, right now I'm working on a coffee table book. But oh. It's comedy. It's nice. a comedy book. Nice. And yeah. um, it, it's 
it's an express an expression that needs to be it's something that needs to be expressed <laughs> yeah. i have to get this out but i definitely want to write a story about my family uh because uh there my my mom's story and my grandmother's story are, are stories that i think because of them i'm able to do what i do and th their lives were amazing and the things that they had to overcome sure. and endure so I definitely want, but I want to do it in a novel form. Oh, that's yeah, cool. that's great. Uh, yeah. I'm I'm trying to write a novel, and it's yeah. just so hard because I'm I'm still young and I don't have a lot of stories to sell. You know what I mean? So like I'm on chapter three, but it's already like 98 pages. Oh wow! Uh, yeah. Oh, those are <laughs> but you know, with Asperger's, you're just really like that's all I do. Like I'm just focused. I'm like, you know, just writing away. And the thing is, like, I don't know. I don't know how the future is, you know, like I want to be successful as a comic, you know, mm -hmm. so I could get this book out there, but I also want to do kind of like what you did. I want to write my way in if I have to, if right. that's what it takes. And you will. Yeah. You know, I appreciate that. And you know that that's, that also, that is also something that makes you unique huh. and it makes you stand out and being able to write is just, you don't understand what, a, how much it's, power it's it gives It's a wonderful you. Uh, gift of expression. Well, when you wrote, when you wrote your movie, and, you know, you got it, you know, green light and stuff where you like, yes, I finally did it. Because I know you worked really hard just on writing it. Yeah. It was, and then the star in it. It was so much work. And um, I slept very uh, little. Um, the funny thing is I wrote the movie. I took it to a distribution house. They read the script and they gave me distribution before I shot it. Wow. So nice. that was the pressure. Nice. And then... Um, I uh, I got I took that to an investor and then he gave me the money to shoot it and then I went on tour and I went overseas and I went to Korea because I had to pay my own bills and then when I returned I left the airport and went straight to the set and then shot for three weeks straight wow. without even no even turnaround time to adjust wow. to the time change because uh, I had to get the movie finished so that I could um, get it to the distributor in time yeah. but it was great it was a good experience um, it is it was um, actually I wrote three films and then I shot another one right after that and and then I, I had written another movie that was also produced and distributed by Maverick I wasn't in it but I wrote it yeah and um, and so you know, and now I'm working on another script now because awesome. I haven't had time to it. Now Fantastic. that I'm on the road, that's what I want to do. That's great. And well, she's yeah. on the plane writing. and I hope there's a part for an autistic yeah, comedian in this one. A struggling writer. That's a good one. <laughs> the struggling Somet writer. Sometimes comic. <laughs> Sometimes comic. A question I wanted to ask, another question yeah. I want to ask you is like, because I, I tried to audition for Last Comic Standing. I sent in my video. I never heard back from them. Now, how did... Because I know some guys had agents that got on the show, mm -hmm. you know. Did, were you one of those that got in through the email, or did you, like, have to beg through your agent to get a, you know? Well, I didn't have an agent at the time. Yeah. So um, when I got in, uh, my manager at the time had sent an email to uh, the, the producers, and I was on a list of people I think that they wanted to see. There were other people who had referred me. Also, there had, there was a shortage on Lat Latino women. Yeah. You know, and so, um, so I, I got in through, you know, it wasn't easy. Like, oh, no. Yeah. It wasn't easy at all. So, like, those people who said it was a breeze for them and they just got in through, the, I don't think so. Because 
I think that Wanda and Paige won, you know, a very fair ship. Yeah. And they really wanted to be different than the other seasons. So they were very, very judicious about the process and as fair as they could possibly be because they wanted to make sure that there were no questions about, you know, there was no questions about the integrity of the show. Yeah. Because there had been questions in the past, which is why they allowed the judges to make all the decisions. And honestly, I think the judges on this season were the best because I'm a huge Last Comic Standing fan. I've watched the entire show. Oh, you have? Okay. Yeah. We, we actually had a dad fam on this thing. He was he was a real pleasure to he interview. Was <laughs> he, was, he was a blast. He really was. Yeah. It, it, but anyways, I thought... sarcastic? I thought he was a blast. I don't know why. I might be a little sarcastic, but whatever. But <laughs> um, I follow him on Instagram, and he follows me. Yeah. yeah he's oh, he's a great guy. He has some of the guy. best memes he posts. <laughs> no, he, he's a great guy. Just like when I'd, I'd ask him questions about the show and like how to get it, he just kind of like, dance around that answer you know what I mean? oh yeah about like, the show yeah, yeah. it's like just because i want to be on last comic standing i write an email what are the chances the producers are going to read it and respond you know what i mean and it's, what did he say even like i beat ralphie may <laughs> like, that's all it was kind of and, and he did yeah but anyways back to the thing <laughs> but see i totally agree because like i think the judges on i hope they return for next season because i love roseanne Mm-hmm. I think I think being a female comic is one of the hardest things because you know there's a lot of female comics when you, and you do stand up you know you know this it seems like most of them not saying all I'm saying most of them rely on you know vagina jokes period oh, yeah. jokes stuff like that <laughs> and that's not funny to me because the truth is, is I don't have a vagina yeah I don't well, <laughs> you know what I mean well it's no different than when I have to go to a club and see Five guys go up and talk about their penises well, and see, well, yeah, I, and those are the comics I don't like. The either. low common denominator comics, it, but yeah, I, I agree with you. I think that that there are uh, several female comics who, um, and you know, it just shows how green they are. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like it shows how inexperienced they are and how what a lack of a lack of seasoning, yeah. if you will. You know that they haven't found their voices yet. And that they find that, and that I find that a lot with newer comedians, whether they're female or male, they usually resort to yeah, the but fart they, jokes. Did you have a, you, sometimes you have a Natasha Leggero who just doesn't do that, and uh, you know you have a uh, uh, Sonora. yeah, she doesn't do that. So yeah. you have you but have but they're women the exception. Yeah, yeah but, they are the exception. But, but they I'm, are out there. But what I'm saying is like it's harder, it's hard enough to make a living at comedy, yeah. you know regardless male or female but i think it's even harder with the female because of that you yeah. know yeah i know it, it's tough i think they have it tough i'm not, I'm not I mean, and, that, the, no. and i think also that you also only get to see the ones who get the opportunities because yeah. there is an ocean of female comedians who you don't even know about yeah uh, like i was that's I, interesting you know what i'm yeah. saying like jack jackie fabulous who's on the brea show oh yeah yeah she I, was i think I think she's hysterical. Yeah, like she's funny. I would pay to go see Jackie Fabulous because she doesn't, she doesn't talk about that stuff. You know, she has real joke structures, right, 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 right. and that's the you know. But it's like, again, she's in that ocean. You know what I mean? Yeah, there are quite a few, and you know, I mean, I was in Florida, uh, working. Um, I was working on uh, the Shock Comedy All Star Tour. We had a date in Miami, and I got to go do a guest set on Maz Jabrani's show. Yeah, and. The night before Maz's show started, they had a weekend 
Um, they had a last comic standing audition, and there was this young woman from North Carolina that drove to Florida to audition, and she was probably one of the funniest comedians I have ever seen. Like, she was so funny. Huh. And uh, I just know that she got a call back because she was just great. She was so funny. And when I tour, like, I, I go all over the place, and I'll see. When I was in Columbus, I did the Funny Bone a couple of weeks ago, and one of the girls that was that got a call back on Last Comic Standing came and did a guest set on our show, and she was really funny and very smart. I just think that, um, you know, that where we are in media, like, all of that stuff, dirty comedy and shock value comedy, mm -hmm gets a lot of play yeah. because it's controversial and sure. it gets a lot of attention. Uh -huh. So I think that, unfortunately, what happens is that the people who aren't doing that stuff are not getting the shots because they think people don't want to watch a girl right. talk about science for an hour. You know what I mean? I, I agree with that, and I think it's sad. Because, it is sad. Because, it's, honestly... I'm hopeful. I'm hopeful it will change. Uh, yeah, because, I, I mean, I do a lot of, a lot of shows, and, you know, I... I know very funny comedians, but then I know very funny female comedians, but then like I look at their humor and stuff. I was like, in a way I can see, you know what I mean? It's like, it's sad because like if a girl would just go on and talk about, you know, working at a restaurant instead of, you know, no, it makes me angry. Yeah. It's like, know. to me, you want to make your male audience happy in front of the female audience as well. Mm -hmm. And same with guys. When guys talk about, you know, penis jokes and stuff, I think some of them, if they're written clever, I think it could work because I think ladies know how to, what it's like to have that. But I think if, you know, just doing it all the time, it's like mm -hmm. you're taking the art out of it. Yeah, and I think the unfortunate thing, and the feminists will probably get mad at me for this, but the reality of it is is that we're wired differently. Mm -hmm. And I don't know mm -hmm. if it's nature, yeah. you know, the whole yeah. nature versus nurture. I don't know if it's because, you know, mm -hmm. you guys have been, were born perverts or you've been socialized <laughs> to be perverts. Yeah. But I think that the problem is that when a man talks about sex on stage, most of the time women don't become aroused because it isn't, that's not where we go to. Right. Yeah. But when women talk about it, men, mm -hmm. because men think about sex mm -hmm. so much, it's like what? It's like it, once every nine seconds yeah. or something. So Ooh. when you, when you. Have you been counting the seconds in this no, show? No, that, that, I read that on a Snapple Very fact. Good. Yeah. A, <laughs> <laughs> so now you're in. <laughs> you know how they have those. Oh, man, See, she, you just so proved what she said. <laughs> no, but but the thing, no, I I totally agree with you. But and I, and I tell women all the time, specifically yeah. when they want to dress, they want to be a little bit more provocative in their dress. Like you know, um, go ahead. No, no, excuse me, go ahead. I'm no, no, that. I just think no, I, I think I you have this, to be please. funny. Like when I did last comic standing, yeah. you were I had funny. A, I had a set. Yeah. So me having the dress on had nothing would not affect my set. But if I had done that maybe some years before when I wasn't ready, yeah, yeah. I would have crumbled on stage because yeah. I wouldn't be able to carry the dress yeah. because I didn't have yeah. the the substance. And you know what I mean? And I think that That's women right. have to, you know, we have to it's it's an unfair battle, but it's still our battle. I, and I think there's a such a huge place. I mean, maybe you guys don't remember Phyllis Diller. I love Phyllis. Remember Diller. Phyllis Diller? And uh, even early, uh, well, I love Joan Rivers. Of course. You and know, Carol Burnett and Carol Lucille Burnett. Ball and Rita There's a lot, of, a lot of women that, that you know. My, uh, my favorite female comic of all time was Roseanne, oh, which is why I think like she that. was the well, she's best. Great. She's great. And I'm not just yeah. saying this 
you know, because I'm sucking up because she retweeted a tweet we're mentioned. <laughs> <laughs> I'm saying this because, you know, yeah. I think she was great for a show because she was born in a stand-up. You know well, what I mean? Roseanne is the epitome. Yeah. Excuse me. Of the comedian's dream. Roseanne took her life and put it into stand-up, created an act that was a reflection of herself yeah. and a, a group of unheard people, mm-hmm. like a, the domestic goddess. Correct. She took that and made it an act that was... It's an icon, almost iconic. She is an icon. Oh. She took that act no. and made it adored by the nation. Yeah. Thank you. Turned it into a TV show that was a reflection of the stand-up, which was a reflection of her life, and that was a hit. That was... And I think... Thank I, you. I think and that's a comedian's dream. Yeah, and to get a compliment from Roseanne saying you could win the whole thing, you could get a TV show, like that's... It, the compliments that I got from Roseanne beyond what you saw yeah. were just... They they actually they she she <laughs> she gave me like spiritual CPR. Yeah. Oh, nice. I like that. Prior to last oh. comic standing, I was really discouraged because I I kept like trying to because I wasn't gonna change who I'm not gonna change who I am. So yeah, my comedy. I feel the same way. Like. And I kept trying to break in, and I kept trying to get work. And for me, like, my goal has never been to be one of the cool kids. Yeah. You know, my goal was to just let me do what I love to do. Give me give me a, a space. There's so many other spaces, and you're giving the same kind of people the opportunity to do the same kind of thing. Let me do what I do. I don't, I don't want anything other than to work for what I want. And so when she, you know, she kind of gave me the validation that I needed from someone who had, had done what I what I want to do. Yeah. And she was edgy and she was truthful. <laughs> and, you know, she went out there and she pressed yeah, the buttons. Sure. And I, it just, she gave me back my, she she gave me back, you know, my mojo. Yeah. Thank you. Well, see, I, I love Roseanne from her stand-up, but I also love her on two other reasons. One, she was married to Tom Arnold. Yeah. And Tom Arnold is um, one of my heroes because he has Asperger's. Oh, okay. He he is probably one of the most famous stand-up comedian with Asperger's. I did not know I, that. I did yeah. not know that. So, you know, that's like, that's like you know, Tom Arnold. You know, I'd love to I see his shows and stuff. And then, two, Roseanne gave my hero his start, Norm MacDonald. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? Oh, I didn't know that either. Yeah, R- Norm wrote for Roseanne. So, like, I think Roseanne was a good choice because she knows what funny is. She does, and she knows that funny is not just one thing. Exactly, Thank you. you know, and exactly. That, and if you could see that in the show, yeah. like more from her than anybody else, that she was able to appreciate the different styles of comedy and understand, you know, that everybody is not it's, the same. No. and I liked Russell Peters too. I thought he was a great, ho- you know, a great judge because he, he's like the new king of comedy right, right. now. You know what I mean? So I thought that was cool that you get him on it. Yeah, you know what I mean. The only judge I wasn't too thrilled was was Keenan. Yeah, because <laughs> because he was sketch comedy. He wasn't really. I mean, I know yeah. he did a little stand up, but his expertise was sketch. Mm-hmm. You know, so when he was giving people, it's like I just want to listen to Russell and Roseanne. Mm-hmm. Maybe get another like Joan Rivers. I think would have been a cool judge. She was awesome. Did you see her on there though? That because she was with uh, Tammy. Oh. And um, she she was a. Uh, a guest on the show. Oh yeah, yeah. and she was like, um, I think Tammy. Tammy was like, not Tammy. 
uh, it was uh, Lynn, and she was like, uh, do you think I should do the show? She was like, oh, of course you should do it, so your <laughs> career's in the toilet. <laughs> and then she came back later and That's said, funny. I think I could win this. Oh. And she was like, I need to be on Last Comic oh, Standing. Yeah. <laughs> Must have been so cool. And then, so you did the Shaq tour, too. Did you meet Shaquille O'Neal? Uh, no, I met him before. I didn't meet him on the tour. Um, I, I picked up some dates with them, which was you know where you picked up some dates with Shaq with the tour oh, <laughs> I <was> like, <laughs> no I was joking. that nine seconds came right in my oh, mind no, immediately no. <laughs> <laughs> no. Um, I date yeah no I was gonna say I dated and I was like no um, <laughs> but I, dates well, on the tour the comedy dates yeah, yeah I picked up some dates I did yeah. Seattle Miami Tampa yeah. I did a, a Pleasanton and Tommy T's oh, with them yeah. um that's, a, that's a great club. You've been up there, yeah. haven't yeah, you? Yeah, I like yeah. Tommy T's. Yeah. I like that place. We did Fourth of July weekend, your birthday, yeah. this year, and it was packed. But really? Yeah, it was, it was great. We, it's You know, it was a flattering to be on that show because there are so many legends on the show. But they wanted to bring some diversity to the show. Um, and so with Gary Owen, who's white, and myself, who's Latina, oh, Gary Owen. they brought some diversity to the what? show. And it, it was great because I got to work with people that have been doing stand-up for 25 years Yeah. to my six. Wow. <laughs> so well, that's where wow. you learn the most. Because, yeah. like, I know when I do shows with, like, I do shows with Norm or something, you know, I, I learn more just watching him and just talking with him because, you know, he gives you that point of view. Yeah, it's... it's and, I mean, you've worked with a lot of people too. You know? I just, I every time I think about Norm, I think about him on the roast with his newspaper. <laughs> <It's> <laughs> yeah. Like, um, I, April Macy is a really good friend of mine, and she loves Norm McDonald. But, and I think he's awesome. I think I, I appreciate his humor so much, and I just, I, I guess it makes me happy when I it, see. We were down in San Diego uh, for one of his shows, and he put Keith up and. I learned so much just hanging in the green room with him. You know, he's so I, smart. Yeah, isn't it funny? He was like a t- he was teaching for no reason at all. I, mean, I was saying he's you know he's about to go on, and uh, we're going, well, you, you don't have to teach me anymore. You're, you're about to go on, well, <laughs> and he just goes on. It was the funniest thing. That it alone was you know was so giving. You know. Yeah. Well, here's why I like Norm so much, and it's because he's my comedy father. Aww. You know what I mean? Like I, I love him. Like <laughs> even when I do a bad show, I'll call him or. He never picks up, but, you know, I'm telling him how I'm doing Dad and stuff. Dad does not you know pick I mean? up too often, but he's Yeah, busy. but I yeah. love him with all my heart, yeah. and I'll do anything for him. Aww. And it's because it's because he's just like me, except he doesn't have Asperger's. Right. You know, he doesn't care what people think. You know, he's he, an authentic he guy. Gets, he gets yeah. down sometimes, but you know what? He comes back up with humor. Right. And that's what I think is the coolest thing about Norm. Yeah. And I also love Kevin Nealon. Kevin Nealon, you know, Kevin yeah, Nealon hates really me. <laughs> no, he can't hate you. No, I told you I would tell you a Kevin Nealon story. And I brought up Kevin Nealon because I saw you on the Kevin Nealon show. Oh, yeah. yeah. And that was that was before Last Comic Standing. Yeah, it was. He gave me a shot. Yeah. Because so. most of the people on that show, they tend to go for bigger names. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And yeah. And you're you're hilarious, and then you know he was interviewing you, and yeah, we had fun. We listened yeah. to that in the, in the, on the way over. Yeah, we did. Oh, it was good. But um, I had fun with him. Yeah, Kevin Nealon's he seems like he's just a smart guy too. He is really smart, Talented. and I like his show. What I love about his show is, um, I think some more comedians should take advantage of the of the of the thing that his show is called new material tuesday yeah so oh yes and a lot of people go up there and do their their old stuff yeah all their hitters because they're afraid to fail 
But like I worked out some, I actually worked out a new joke on that show that yeah. I ended up doing on Last Comic Standing, and it was I had done it for the first time on Kevin's show. Wow, that's and, and it was, um, you know, it was just interesting that he just he let me just rock. It was I had fun with him. Well, see, I always had a dream because like I'd love to do that show. I'd love to work with Kevin Nealon. I saw Kevin at the Improv in Irvine once, and. I collect autographs with my Asperger's and stuff. It's weird. So I asked him for an autograph, and he gave it to me. He was super cool about it. And then I remember, hey, I remember hearing Kevin Nealon's son has autism. So I'll say, hey, I'm autistic too. <laughs> so I say that, and Kevin just looks at me. He's like, good for you. Like he had no idea what I was talking about. I was like, your son, he's autistic. I'm, I'm autistic too. He's like, my son's not autistic. <laughs> 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 so, like, he just looked at me i was like oh no no i'm i'm sorry kevin but your son is autistic it says on the google you know like i'm trying to prove to him oh no <laughs> he's like then he looks at me he's like i'm not john travolta <laughs> so i was like oh kevin nolan hates me because i basically called his new son you know i was like Ugh. he doesn't hate Oh, I'm sure he probably doesn't even remember, but I just remember I was like, uh, I don't even want to audition for a show because I'm going to bring that up, oh, and you know, he's going to be like, it's on Google, you say? Yeah. No, well, thing, I don't think he hates you. <laughs> no, but the thing about Google, what's so dangerous is people can make up information. Yeah, yeah. and you know, even with Wikipedia, like mine has like I don't know who you don't, did that. Yeah, you know, they like, just make donations. It said you were married to a charger. <laughs> yeah. Is that true? Mm-hmm. Oh well, that's kind of. Was he no, a good but it's just a, it's just weird. Like some, like um, on IMDb, I was born in the Dominican Republic, but on Wikipedia, I was born in Boston. Yeah. <laughs> oh, you were born in Boston. I was born, in, were Boston. born in Boston. Yeah. yeah, but I don't know where it, you the know. Wikipedia came from. The the, the Dominican Republic. IMDb so, said that. IMDb, IMDb said says that, that oh, I was born. Sakes. Yeah. yeah. So it's really funny because so, it's. You know, <laughs> I, I don't care. I don't I mean I don't I don't like chase that stuff. So yeah, yeah and I don't make any. It is what it is, but. They're going to say whatever they want to say anyway. Like, those are the people that live on the Internet that dictate that stuff. So Yeah. As long as it's not too crazy. Yeah, no. There's, <laughs> there's, some, there's some crazy stuff out there on the Internet, oh. though. Because, like, on the Internet, on one site, oh. I know you probably know this, but oh. people will review your stand-up. Oh, like, yeah. You know what I mean? I, I don't – I forgot Wh- the site. What site is that? I don't remember the exact site, so you can't quote me, but there's sites that people will – Go watch stand up, and then they'll go on and they'll review. Oh yeah, you know the these stand-up. are real comedy, real comedy. Just wanna, maybe so they're comics. Maybe so they're comics. We don't even. I'm know. sure it is. I hate those people. Thank yeah, you. Yeah, because it's like no. you're reviewing me. It seems like and you're you've re- never been on a stage. Yeah, you're reviewing me. It seems like you're not watching the show. You're more concentrating on your Yelp review. Yeah. Right. Or they? So are they probably the ones who think the uh, landing on the moon was faked. It was fake. Wasn't it? Yeah. Of course. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, didn't you see that movie with Matthew McConaughey? There man? you go. I mean, I've, all these years I've been fooled. Anyways, so someone wrote a review about me, a bad review about me, and they said I was the meanest guy in the world. No it? kidding. You, I was like, that. I no mean, way. I don't talk to people after shows, but I'm never like mean. Like, no one no, really I, asks I, me for an autograph or a picture, but occasionally no, they do. No. I always say yes, but I don't like. Well, mean you know is not I mean? something that anyone would carry away yeah, from you. It's like, I don't think so. But no. yeah, well, but but it's like no, imagine you reading something about you saying, "Oh, Ida's the oh, meanest." Oh, I've heard. I mean, 
that one of the things when we did last comic standing they told us do not read any of the the boards like yeah. they said stay away from the boards oh oh but because I, they but you always read them because they can be mean yeah I, you know what i i did not um and only because i was getting a lot of um Prior to, I had a, a video that went viral that was on like last comic that was done through the Laugh Factory, and I got yeah. a lot of hate on the internet. Yeah. And someone wished my death. Like they, oh, it, it got to the point where they were like, "I, I hope you die," oh, you know. So I kind of like made a decision to stay away from that kind of stuff because it, I even if you get ten good comments and somebody tells you, "I hope you die." That, as a human being that ruins wow, the tent that's, that's yeah you get nice. you're affected yeah. by it wow and so for me it's like um i just stay away from that i think it's so it's so interesting to me most people that review comedy will would never ever get on a stage and tell jokes in front of strangers yeah. Yeah. it's, it's, so, it's like one of the hardest things to do yeah oh it's it's terrifying but i i totally it's agree i think media. the internet's scary because like you know you, people will write something mean you'll think about it. like my fr- I'm friends with a Josh Childress. He's a basketball mm-hmm. player. He used to play for the Hawks, and he just got into an incident because he's in Australia. I guess he punched a guy or whatever. Anyways, he got all this Twitter hate yeah. about you know, and they were like you know being racist on they him. They bullied him. Yeah, yeah. they bullied him, bullied and he had to delete his Twitter account. The event, uh, this uh, fight he had, they went crazy on him. Well, I mean, it doesn't matter. I mean, yeah. So he deleted people, his Twitter. Uh, people. Josh deleted his Twitter, oh. but he only deleted it because of the threats he was against. Well, that's yeah, that's, that's and it's like it's like you know this government that we have, yeah. you know they they so, I just think it's sad how they act like they take threats seriously, but when it's getting attacked on like a public figure or something, they just say, uh, yeah, it's part of the job. Thinks, yeah, and it, it's part of the job, and but it's know. like safety. It's still know. a safety issue. You know what sure. I mean? No, and I get the weirdos. I get so many of them. Um, so I, I'm not, you know, I don't read like my, my Facebook messages. I have somebody kind of filtering through them yeah. because Cause you have someone filtering because I'm not good with, I want to believe in the good of all, in the oh, good we of all, all people. Do. And my problem is that I, I, sometimes I just think that it's okay. You know, oh, it's not that big of a deal, but sometimes because I, I come from that mindset, it is it's a big di- it's deal and I'm just not. It's always a disappointment. Yeah. yeah. So I stay away from it. I, and now I, I don't, you know, I don't give a, I really don't care like what I, this guy sent me like the meanest email and I put it on, he, he put the meanest comment on my blog when I wrote the blog addressing my, the haters on Last Comic Standing and it was mean. It was a comedian, but what I thought was very interesting was that he would, he did not put his name on the review, uh, on the comment. It was kind of cowardly. If you're going to attack, especially if you're a comic, yeah, it's like, he, you know, start a food, you know, Keep at it, but don't like just write. You know what I mean? It was and it was charged with really angry stuff, mm-hmm. and um and then he said that uh you know I would be a bar comic at best and you know I was I get never that gonna, all that time I was I'm never gonna make it and then I, but but this is beyond all of that, uh, just evolving as a human being. Like I read this book called The Four Agreements and mm-hmm. I kind of live by it, and the second agreement is. Uh, never take anything personal. I like that. Because most things that people, well, everything that someone projects or says to you has nothing to do with you. No. Yeah. It's their own projection of whatever's going on with them. Yeah. That's so. that's great advice. I, I mean, I wish I could take it, but I don't see it like they that. They always just say, of you, course. Like I, we I should think, read the book. 
Yeah, I, I definitely will. But like the thing is, when someone says something to me, I take it personal. We all do. That's yeah. why. But I, there's a, a visceral, immediate reaction. Oh, uh, we got like another a call. Like We're a just about to play bite. Who Wrote Jokes. All right, one sec. Okay. We'll take a phone call for Ida Rodriguez. <laughs> they call her for you. Hello, you're on the air. Hello, my name is John. I was asking about, uh, do you have a, a new movie coming out or anything? Ida, do you have a new movie coming out? <laughs> uh, hi, John. How are you? Hello, John. I'm doing good. I'm, I'm working on uh, I'm working on developing some stuff for television right now, but um, I am working on um, a script for a new film that I'm going to oh, make okay. myself like I did my life. I like making my own movies. I like independent yeah. films. Great, great. Where are you calling from? I'm Fort Worth, Fort Worth, Texas. Look at that, Texas. She, I, Ida was left, just in Texas, weren't you? Texas. Just yeah. yeah. Did you see Ida's show? No. I'm sorry. Did you see Ida's stand up? Catch, catch her in Texas. No, I haven't seen it. Oh, no, I, I haven't seen it. Next time you're in, she's in town, you should see it. She's the funniest. Nobody funnier. Oh wow! Thank you. Yeah. So, any other questions, John? No, sir. All right. Well, thanks for well, calling, buddy. Thanks for the call, thank John. Thank you, John. Please call again. All right. All right thank you. Bye. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's kind of cool. Two calls in a row. I tell you, we've got... Uh, she's <laughs> Last week, got we had back. a phone call, and it turned out to be a fake phone call. <laughs> <laughs> like, it was one of Johnny LaCosco's girlfriends or something. Oh, yeah. Well, <laughs> she's I all, love Johnny. Though. Yeah. It was still at, a call. At the, at, at the end of the show he reads me the text it's like how come you didn't talk on the phone it's like and he's trying to act like it was you know whatever yeah we talk yeah well Well, i we're gonna play this game called who wrote jokes okay it's kind of like who wants to be a millionaire instead of a question i tell you a joke four answers uh you get to choose you don't get any lifelines uh there's no money involved okay so Yeah. So, is there ever any money involved with anything? <laughs> well, you know, comedy? we hope one day we'll be able. <laughs> but no, to but what? I, but what I'm saying is, like, you know, in case you think you're going to get all the jokes right, there's not going to be like a, you know. Oh no. So I don't want to. I just wanted to be. Right. It's not an easy game. It's not. But it's not. It's but they're great jokes, and I think the audience that listens to this likes it because you hear jokes. Now we only could do a few because we only have about five more minutes. So we'll okay. do. Well, we'll keep playing until you get one wrong, and then we'll, yeah, I'll give you maybe one. I'm right, only going to get them all wrong because I don't know anybody's <laughs> jokes but mine. It's, <laughs> really? it's fun, though. I try I'll to try stay away from other people's stand-up. See, uh, see, well, see, she'll probably do very well. Yeah, you'll do well because be uh, Matt Champagne knows nothing about stand-up <laughs> jokes, who wrote jokes, and he got a lot of them right. So. Oh, okay. Um, all right. My uncle was thrown out of a mime show for having a seizure. They thought he was heckling. Was it A, Vince Chant, B, Fred Stoller, C, Jeff Shaw, or D, Eddie Murphy? Um, that was not Eddie Murphy. No. Nope. No, not Eddie. Uh, <laughs> Alan's just giving you advice like, yep, not Eddie. <laughs> well, I'm going along with her choices. <laughs> I'm telling you, she's going to get these right. Um, <laughs> is it Jeff Shaw? Jeff Shaw. Oh, bingo. You got it right. Okay, cool. Yeah. She's like, all right, way to go. All right. Uh, Shakespeare said, kill all the lawyers. That's before they were agents. Uh. <laughs> Was it A, Robin Williams, B, Billy Crystal, C, Whoopi Goldberg, or D, Jason Alexander? That sounds like a Billy Crystal joke. Was that Billy Crystal? Or mm. Robin Williams? Robin Williams. Oh, Robin Williams. Very close. That was Robin Williams. Close, yeah. yeah, but she said Billy Crystal, so, so I can't So I was really wrong. Your yeah. second choice was Robin. 
Williams. Uh, all right, this one's good. Naps are wonderful, aren't they? Sometimes I have to take a nap just to get ready for bed. Oh, wait, who's that? <laughs> well, I'm going to read the. Was it A, Roseanne, B, Joan Rivers, C, Marsha Wallfield, or D, Jane Hooks? Somebody, so many people have stolen that joke. Yeah, I've but this is the one, one who wrote it like this. Um, is that Roseanne? No, it's a uh, Marsha Wallfield. Uh, that was oh. Marsha. Oh, somebody compared me to her. Mike Epps remi- said that I reminded him of her. Really? Yeah, I told you I don't keep up with jokes. I'm not oh. the worst. Look, I'm one. I only got one. Right. That's funny. The one that she's similar to, she doesn't. All right, we'll do the last last one until you get it wrong. Okay. <laughs> I gave my cat a bath the other day. He sat there. He enjoyed it. It was fun for me. The fur got the fur did stick to my tongue, but other than that, it was fun. Oh! <laughs> was it A. Tommy Chong, B. Norm Macdonald, C. Stephen Steve Martin, or D. Stephen Wright? Okay, that was not. Um, is that Norm Macdonald? No, that's not a Norm McDonald joke. Wait, don't tell me though. No, no, don't. I know I got it wrong, but don't no, tell no. me. That was not Your that's not choice. Tommy Chung. She no. gets another shot. Oh. You would think it is Tommy Chung though. It's one of the yeah. Doesn't really, yeah. yeah, no. That was what are the last two what are the other two choices? Steve Martin or Stephen Wright? Stephen Wright? Yeah. Yeah. No. No, that was Steve Martin. Steve Martin. Oh, yeah. That's I a silly got, joke. Yeah, I got that one right because of the cat. Yeah, that's yeah. You know, Steve joke. Martin, the cats and the fur. <laughs> I think if I analyze the joke uh, by, sure. for what I know from the comic, but not because I know the material. I oh. yeah. actively try to stay away from people's that's good, material. No, it's, that's a great thing to do. Okay, we'll do one more. Let's do one more. One more. Son. Okay. This is a hard the one. The only though. game I lost. <laughs> I deserve okay. so much fun with this game. Uh, <laughs> yesterday I was shaving and I cut my Adam's apple. I got apple juice everywhere. <laughs> Was it A, Drake Sather, B, Super Dave Osborne, C, Jack Carter, or D, Bob Hope? Was that Bob Hope? No. 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 I don't know who that is. Uh, Drake Sather. Have you ever heard of Jake Slather? I have. Yeah. I have. But like I said, I try to stay away from sure. comics. Well, that was, you know, he got one. That's I got one, one right. That's, that's <laughs> better than Dat Fam. You know I'm not a joke. Her, her second choice Dat is Dat Fam didn't want to play the game. Like, <laughs> I, it was weird because, like, we played the game, and I even put one of his jokes in there, and I told him the joke, and he was like, I don't want to play it. Like, literally, like, like he was, I was like, oh, I guess we'll talk about karate or whatever. You know, <laughs> it was like. <laughs> well, so. you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to. I'm gonna get my joke knowledge up so that when I come back next time, <laughs> oh, next God. time, yeah, Thank you. I know I, the jokes. I, well, anything. I just one of the few that volunteered to like study for a possible re, you know, re. re we gotta <laughs> hope there is the next time. I mean, uh, <laughs> Sam, the director, I don't think is our biggest fan. He's always like, "Oh, and he's all like, when are the ratings gonna go up? I don't know. It's like, uh, it takes a while though. Yeah. It takes a well, few months you. to build a thank podcast. You. Yeah, yeah, but I think it's fun. It was a it was a unique idea that I wanted to do. And, you know, with Asperger's, like, I'm very, I think I'm very good at interviewing people. Yeah. You know I mean? You're not bad. So, yeah. You're not bad. We, we and I think Alan's a perfect sidekick yes, because all he does is I he say says, thank you. Thank and I, you. I try to keep things happy. <laughs> Little things a sidekick should do. Well, <laughs> you're, you're headlining a show this weekend, right? Yeah, We're I'm at, at Tennessee at uh, Chattanooga at the Comedy Catch. 
starting tomorrow, six shows, one tomorrow, two Friday, two Saturday, one Sunday. Come see me, buy your tickets. We're going to have a really good time. The guy who's featuring for me is uh, is local, and I looked at his stuff. He's pretty funny, and we're going to have a good time. All right. And uh, you have a Twitter and a Facebook? Absolutely. My Twitter, everything is Twitter, Instagram, and my website is Funny Ida, which is A-I-D as in David A. And then my my uh, Facebook is my name, but with a period in between the first name and the last name. Okay. So Ida. Ida dot Rodriguez. Rodriguez. Oh. So um, send me a message. Don't send me a message on Facebook. Just leave a comment. Yeah. And uh, let's have fun. Yeah. And then yeah. I'm Keith Reza at Keith Reza R E Z A, and Thanks. check out your Ida. You're gonna love this guy's Twitter. And I'm Alan Lee at Alan Lee Commie, and I am not a <laughs> communist. <laughs> <laughs> that's like the greatest name oh one more question before i go quick set uh, uh i don't think we have enough time ask it ask it uh, uh i'll ask you off there it's cool okay all Are right you sure? it's at 755 755 oh, yeah. yeah i gotta go okay. uh, sorry guys we'll, we'll ask next time for ida okay guys right, thank follow. you for listening thank you so much for coming on ida no, thank you for uh, ida rodriguez Support these guys and tell a friend to, to listen and watch. Yeah. Thank you so There's much. There's nobody funnier than Ida, man. No, we love you. I'm Thank sorry. you, Ida. I love, love you guys. You. All right, guys. So I'll see you next Wednesday. Yeah. <laughs> You're listening to Razor Riffs with Keith Razor and Alan Lee right here on LA Talk Radio. Hey guys, thanks for listening to the show. I really appreciate it. If you enjoyed it, please subscribe, rate, and review on Apple Podcast. Give us some feedback. Good, honest, terrible, doesn't matter. Also, follow us on social media. Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, at Razor Riffs. I am also on Stereo if you would like to chat with me there. www.stereo.com slash KeithRaza. And on Cameo, www.cameo.com slash KeithRaza. If you enjoyed the show, please send us a donation on the Anchor app. We really do appreciate it, and we'll rift with you again soon.